Hi, everybody. Welcome to BBS Radio, where if it's not mainstream, it's not on BBS. And you're listening to Meta Mondays with me, Adina B. And today we have Dr. David Lowe back with us. Dr. David wrote a fantastic book, and it's pretty big, but it's a really good book, and he wrote World Spirituality. David, does it have any other thing on it? Yeah, like, what's the uh, real uh, name? The actual title is is uh, a Universal Spiritual Philosophy and Practice. It's not that big. It's only 200 pages. It, <laughs> I, have the, I have the hardcover, I think, right. because of, it looks uh, big. Uh, Lots of pictures and, and yes. word balloons to make it fun reading. That's what I know. It's so much fun because nobody does that anymore. And so when you did that, it made me feel like I was like kind of having a movie thing with the book, you know, and I like that a lot. So David is the author of that and he's just, you know, smart. So <laughs> David is here and everyone always asks me, <laughs> Could you analyze my dream? And while I do that, I'm not a professional, but David is. So welcome, David. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, I I try to be a dream specialist these days, and I do have a fair amount of background in that area. So it's wonderful to be here on the show with you. I'm excited. David's going to come on our show every other month. So guys, start writing your dreams down. I do have someone did enter one for me. Do you want to start by answering some questions we have? Or I'm meaning, do you want to talk about dreams first? Or do you want to answer a question first? Let me just say first what I do. Basically, if you're having a lot of changes in your life and experiencing complex dreams, please call me. It could be important. If you're dreaming about something like falling or losing your teeth or being pregnant or, you know, flunking a test or being undressed in public. Those are easy things. I mean, the message is important, but you, um, I'm, I, you can look those up online. But something more complex, if you're going through changes, give me a call. Your first session's free. And quite often, quote-unquote, dream therapy only happens once every couple of months. So, yeah, it would be cool to talk to you about your dreams. You know, dreams are usually only shared in kind of an established therapeutic relationship. Uh, I'm convinced that that some people don't need that. They just want to know what that blasted dream is telling them. So, yeah, give me a call. What would you say to someone who has recurring dreams all their life? I would say that uh, that recurring dream is important and that, one, there are issues. We all have issues in our lives which are permanent and never go away, not necessarily bad issues. But if, if, if a recurring dream has been happening all your life, there's something which you could be doing to make things happier and more fulfilling for you. Otherwise, that dream would not be happening. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, if you ignore your dreams, your life will probably turn out okay like most people's lives do in the normal course of events. But they're there to make us happier and more fulfilled than, than we are now, even though we may be happy already. They're there to make us happier. If we pay attention to them. So, yeah, if you're having a recurring dream, there's no excuse not to do something in your life to make things better. But what if it was the same dream from the time you were young and, like, for 40 years it was the same dream? Is that bizarre? No, I mean, no. Well, bizarre. I mean, I mean, not too many people have recurring dreams for 40 years, but it's not unusual to have recurring dreams for quite some time. Um, you know, uh, the meaning can change of the dream, but more likely it's the same basic meaning and you, you mm-hmm. just need to be you you just need to be reminded again 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 okay again and again yeah that, hey hey this do something please to make yourself happier and more fulfilled if you don't something not so good could happen you know that's the message you know you, you'll be okay but you could be happier if you just do something but you need to pay attention to it and start okay. to develop a dialogue with it yeah. right um over the years what dream experiences have been the most important to you? The most important dream experiences to me have been the literal ones, and they are unusual. I can't tell you, it wouldn't be a good idea to try to describe a normal symbolic dream over the phone because I, we need to, to, to discuss and interpret all the symbols mm-hmm. and so on. 
But the literal ones do happen occasionally. And the more interested you are in spirituality and meditation and so forth, the more likely this you will, you will experience literal elements in your dreams, not just mm-hmm. symbolic ones. The most important dreams I've had have been the ones which told me stuff which I needed to pay attention to. Probably the single most important one happened about 30 years ago. I was thinking of getting involved with a certain woman. Mm-hmm. And um, so I had a dream. And that dream was it's what I call an audio dream. Uh, it's only two seconds long. And I, uh, there were two voices in this dream happening at the same time. One was a baby squalling. And the other was that woman nagging. <laughs> That told me everything. I've, if, if I hadn't have heeded that dream, my life would be totally different. Uh-huh. And so there, there, there have been three or four dreams like that, five or six dreams like that, which have been crucially important, alerting me to things that I might have otherwise have done, which have kept me out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, you brought something up when you were talking about that. You said it was like two seconds long. I have a problem with that because... I mean, a problem knowing because I have dreams where I feel it went on on for like a week. And then there are some dreams I feel like it went on for two seconds, but it was really nine hours. Like, how do we know how much time goes by? Like, what is time in dreams? Well, research shows shows that most people, most of the time, the time that they estimate the dream took to happen is the same time as happened in real life. Okay, but it, it sounds like sometimes it really is like I know it's been over years, and and I can't. I that's I, I wasn't sleeping for years. Well, maybe, but you know what I mean. I'm not sleeping yeah. for years. Yeah, yeah. So 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 I mean, I've had dreams in which uh, occasionally I've had a dream which went like all night long. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't a dream because um, it was rather a point of awareness that was there all night long. Right. Um, but, but people sometimes have really, really long dreams, um, but usually they're always the, they're about the same research shows as 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 the same estimation of time in real life. Now that doesn't mean that you may not have entered another dimension or had a special right. dream, a special dream in some higher reality or an unusual, unusually high dimension in which time did flow totally differently. Yes, absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. But right. that that is that is a highly unusual dream. Most of the time, they, they, they take the same amount of time as the person would, would estimate it to be in real life. Yeah. Right. I know that we're getting into an area that a lot of people are really excited about, and that's where um, I think you would need to help us. It's the lucid dream. It's the dream on other levels. Could you explain the differences to us? Okay, a lucid dream is basically a dream in which you have an unusual amount of awareness so that you, you can actually direct the dream yourself, okay, instead of just having the dream happen to you involuntarily. And if, you have, if your head's in the right place, that can be very beneficial to you spiritually or delusional. So a lucid dream isn't something which anyone uh, can just do um, if, if, if we practice meditation or or if we practice the trance techniques which, which are involved in people trying to lucid dream, we will increase the likelihood of having a lucid dream. Pretty much anybody can have at least a few of them, and, but, and some people like me can have more than average. There are people, though, who have a great deal all, all their lives, and that seems to come about not as a gift, really, but as a certain kind of a spiritual aptitude. We all have different spiritual aptitudes, but some people mm-hmm. have a lot of lucid dreams. And mm-hmm. even those folks have most most of their dreams are normal, but they do have systematically more lucid dreams than pretty much than, than most of us do. But anyway, um, yeah, lucid dreaming is something anyone can explore to some extent, and holds great promise for you know spirituality and progress in um, higher reality and so forth. There's a lot to talk about there, but so lucid dreams simply have it's a dream with a greater awareness in uh, on the dreamer's part, so that he or she can actually direct the dream by himself. You can't control all of it because the dreaming, the dream itself creates stuff which you can't control, but you can direct and control your own actions, depending on how much awareness you have. But yeah, it's more awareness than most dreams, which of course happen to you involuntarily. That's the basic Uh, difference. Okay. Um, What are the other levels? A lot of people feel that 
not just lucid dreaming, but they've gone or people have visited them in dreams. Um, a lot of people feel that they're actually connecting with someone that's alive, um, who they haven't spoken to, or maybe someone who's passed on. Can you, is that part of what you do or talk about or no? It's definitely part of what I would do and talk about if somebody called me and wanted to have or I wanted to have a session around in, involving those topics. But no, there's no question there there are areas of dreaming w- w- which are currently being researched in lucid dreaming called mutual dreaming mm-hmm. or group dreaming. Oh, in which people, yeah, that sounds in, good. In, mm-hmm. in which people agree ahead of time to try to have a dream together and then they agree ahead of time to you know perform specific actions and say specific things and they 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 and then they they will tell a third party those things. And they will contact the third party. Each of them separately will contact the third party and see whether or not those 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 two accounts match. So 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 um, we're doing it as scientifically as possible, and it does look like people can inhabit the same reality in, in a dream. So, um, but yeah, so it's very common to do that. And you know, if, if you have a visitation dream with, with a loved one. That person is either a symbol, just like a normal symbol, or if it is a true visitation dream, then there will be some powerful emotional content or some meaningful thing which the person does to signify to you that, that, that this is indeed the person who you knew or, 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 or know in real life. Mm-hmm. So yes. another person can be either just a symbol or an actual yes. visitation for you. Yes, they're very different, I think, when you dream them. They're different. Um, With the mutual dreaming, does it ever happen spontaneously, or is this something we have to set up? Because I know so many people that just say, I dreamt about so-and-so, and and they're they're not speaking. So uh, I'm asking, do people just fly by (laughs) and just say, I haven't seen you in a long time, and because they're thinking about them so much? I, uh, mutual dreaming and, and happened first. It, it happens uh, in, in terms of other people finding out about it. In, in terms of in, in terms of in terms of it being written up in scientific journals and so forth, it happens sort of by accident when two individuals who love each other and so forth uh, accidentally discover through conversation that they both kind of roughly seem to have had the same dream. Okay. And then, right, and and so, and so and so and then you get interested in that, in into exploring the topic systematically, establishing with reasonable scientific research design and so forth as to whether as to whether you know uh, mutual dreams can actually happen or not, and they can. They do seem to happen. Um, they they haven't researched you know, that they have researched it to the point where. People can verify afterwards that I did say those things and I did perform those actions. Right. A third party, a third party verifies that for those two. It's like a double-blind study, kind okay. of. So yes, it does happen. And um, I don't know if I've, 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 I've answered your question or not, but I. I think I've for, answered for the most it. part, yes, I do. Um, when what happens when you are at I don't know any age. And you dream of someone you don't know, and you the feelings that you have in those dreams for that person are very, very strong. And right. you know that it's not really a dream. It's very real. And you see that person's face, and you know you're supposed to remember it, but you never actually meet that person. What could that possibly be? It could be definitely, you know, sometimes... A dream will symbolize just what it means, just like an ordinary person, a man or a woman. And the fact okay. that that ordinary p- person played a role in that dream like he did indicates it, that um, it could be anyone. Mm-hmm. So that there's something the dream is telling you that you are mm. not learning, which anyone in particular could teach you. What if you're you a child? I mean? No, so, but what so, if you're so, a child? Well, uh, um yeah, so if it's if it's a child, then mm-hmm. there's something you're not learning from children in general if you never meet that child. That would be one that that would be my best offhand guess as to what okay. the overall significance of that would be. Okay. So, now if you Can never you... meet that person, then that right. person could be mm-hmm. any man or any woman. You know what I mean? 
yes. kind of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. Um, what about people who don't, who say they don't dream? Right, right. What's really interesting about that, and this seems to be a matter of, you know, beliefs and assumptions about dreams themselves. Um, it may be that you just give lip service to the idea that dreams are meaningful, but that you don't really think so deep inside. It may be that you don't actually think you deserve that. It may be that you're afraid of the subconscious, afraid of what your dreams might tell you. Mm. It, 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 it may be that you don't think you deserve that kind of dreaming because you think that you don't qualify spiritually or that, or, 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 or that you're not gifted in the way that you think you should be. Mm. So uh, uh, underlying beliefs and assumptions have a lot to do with with that, aside from your general level of interest in spirituality, which is always a matter That's of true. Yeah, I didn't even think always a matter of, of contemplation for everybody. You know, I mean, we're right. human beings. What makes us special? You know, what distinguishes us uh, from other creatures on Earth? And if that's true, if we are special and different from other creatures, shouldn't we specialize in what makes us different? Instead of just eating, sleeping, reproducing, and so forth, like other animals do? Mm-hmm. If we specialize in spirituality, if you will, then our dreams will become more meaningful. And we'll, we will realize, we'll understand that paying attention to them is important. So we're going to go right into something that you kind of touched on. How do our dreams relate to enlightenment and to our overall spirituality? Yeah, that's that's a huge question. So many ways to answer it. You know, dreams teach us the awesome fact that an infinite number of other realities exist besides this one. I mean, we, we can call this one the primary dream in, in the mind of God, right? God, mm-hmm. self, truth, source. This dream is a primary. This this reality is a primary dream in the mind of God. But there's millions of others, millions of others, and dreams cause you to understand that. If you, you begin to loosen up your assumptions about about what's real and what's not, so and you actually begin to let go of the deepest assumptions of all. You know how in mystical spirituality the general idea is to not judge or make assumptions about things, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the deepest thing, that, the most profound thing that most of us make judgments about is agreeing with the laws of physics. Okay, mm-hmm. so an object should fall, the sun should rise the next morning. What if it doesn't? What if they don't? You know, mm-hmm. so, so, so you lose attachment to the laws of physics by being exposed to other realities and dreaming enough. And, um, I mean, that's one way of going about more profound spirituality, one dimension of more profound spirituality. If you dream enough, if you dream a lot, Mm -hmm. you will lose attachment to this reality because part of you will realize this reality is no more special than any other reality. This reality. And so, you there? Okay, so, I'm sorry, go ahead. Mm -hmm. This reality, you're saying, the one we live in. The one we we live in isn't any more real than than any other powerful reality. Of course, yes. Right, so 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 um, a phase you go through, a big thing about lucid dreaming, which is important for people who do it a lot, is just learning, education, and exposure. You know, you have all these whiz-bang experiences, flying around, having all the sex you want, visiting other planets and so forth. <laughs> and it's been, you know, but people spend decades, there are these lucid dreamers, people who follow these esoteric traditions, who, this is their spirituality. Mm. And most people, most of us who are into mystical spirituality, we have a guru, we do our service work, we do our meditation, uh, we, we you know, listen to satsang, we listen to talks and so forth in this physical reality. There are people who follow esoteric traditions who do, who do most of that stuff mm-hmm. in dreams, okay? Mm-hmm. And there, there are people who, who are into, so that, those sorts of esoteric traditions you could call organized lucid dreaming, if you will. Mm-hmm. Just like organized religion, sort of. So, so, and there are people who go about it in, in a, a more secular way, who are mm-hmm. fascinated with lucid dreaming and all the marvelous things you can do in it, you know. But so, eventually, you get over it. None of those whiz bang experiences mean mean anything to you anymore, and you realize that there's something beyond all those powerful experiences. You set all those experiences aside and investigate the source. You know what I mean? Yes. 
I do. Really, I'm just really... I'm just stuck in this dream world. I can't explain it. I know I asked it of you last time. I just want someone to explain to me. I know that they say our dream world is another life we live. Right. I I don't understand. How do I explain this to you? Okay, they say it's another life, and I know it. Because when I go and sleep, I will, when I dream, I'll know that I've been in this place before, in my only in my dreams. And I've known this person only in my dreams. So how does this happen? Like, how do we get there? I don't understand it, David. Do you, no, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no question that someone like yourself with unusual psychic aptitude a part of the instruction you've gotten o- over the years as you've grown in, in um, your own profession and so forth is to understand that in your case you're being shown previous lifetimes or you're, or, or, or you're being shown you know, potential alternate realities which you could have gone through but, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. Which oh. I guess are, yeah, which are meant to instruct you, I suppose, in the mm. notion that, again, all these realities are just relative. Once it's good, okay. the next. You know? Okay. And so the yeah. real truth is beyond them all, kind of. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. They're behind what I'm seeing. I got it. I got it. Yes. That's why it's so jumbled sometimes. That's why they're so kind of, you think, crazy, because it's just a symbolic message. I got it. Thank you. Well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's, in your case, they're going to be more, probably more literal elements than, than, than most people experience. But the symbolism is very, very profound. And, Mm -hmm. um. I think you should just entertain the notion that that you know, the, there 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 are these alternate realities, which mm-hmm. you could have learned from, which you could have learned from, but but which you don't need much exposure to. This reality is enough. <laughs> yeah, well, more than enough. Thanks. <clears throat> okay, so thank you for that. Um, I I know a lot of people would really like to know. You know, since we dream a lot, um, right. can we use our dreams to better our life, um, health, or meet someone, or have right. a better relationship? Can we right. do that? Right. You can't ask dreams directly. You see, but you can ask them through your thinking and your actions in this life. But you can't say, okay, please show me such and such and so and so. That might happen, but it's, but it's not likely to. So this, this involves understanding how, you know, we all act upon the universe. We do things and we think things, and all those things have consequences. Waves go out from ourselves to the universe. We, we actually are saying things to the universe just by the way we think and act, okay? Mm-hmm. Dreams, what dream, dreams are, are the universe reacting back upon us. Okay, so it's like every action, there's like an equal and opposite reaction, Newton's laws of motion and so forth. Yes. That's kind of what dreams are, as I understand. The, the dreams are the universe's reaction back to us as a result of, of what we are putting out. So um, if you ask in the right way, they will automatically respond with the information you need. Um, and this gets into the whole topic of affirmations, which is a totally different thing but which most people don't do correctly. Exactly. You, you need to uh, have done everything that you've done in this life. It would rather, you need to have tried on your own uh, to um, get the thing you want. And you need to really deserve to have the thing that you're after. No, you need to think you deserve it. Well, yeah, you, you know, you, you <laughs> really need to deserve it. You, you need to visualize yourself having it right now in its completion. That's Emotionally, divine, yes. Yeah, but that, that's what brings the 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 divine forces into play, which causes yes. a template to form in higher reality. A, a, yep. a mold begins to form in higher reality. So before the thing manifests to you in this reality, it begins some it 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 it, 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 it like begins to form in higher reality, and that's what you're that's what you're actually putting together when you do these affirmations. Well, if you do them well. So, so basically, you can do spiritual, just do meditation and so forth, and begin to be more conscientious about trying a lot on your own to get the thing. And just pay attention to your dreams, dialogue with your dreams, and do affirmations properly, which, is, again, is a whole other topic. And your dreams will tell you what you've got to do. But, again, you'll have to, you'll have to interpret them. 
I was going to say, yeah, that. you and have you to know that. what you're doing. Yeah, you have to know what mm-hmm. you're doing, but you, you, don't, you don't have to know symbolism. You don't have to study symbols, although it helps. I mean, get a good symbol dictionary, a thick one with all kinds of scholarly references. So that's what you want. Smaller dream books are pretty much worthless. But a big really? symbol, no, oh. a big sim, a, no, a big symbol dictionary is really a good investment. Okay. Okay. So, um, okay. Do you know one? Yeah, Ackroyd is really good. Ackroyd. So, um, what was I saying? So what yeah, was if, the, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you if if you get you know, the, the important thing is to try to develop a dialogue with those dreams. You know, to write them down. Think about what that might mean. Uh, come up with your own ideas no matter how insufficient you think it is, no matter how far off base you think it is, write it down. Then write down your questions and frustrations to God in your journal. You do that on a regular basis, maybe once or twice a week, and you will develop a dialogue with your inner self, with God's self, truth, source, light. Right? And if you do that, things will shift, and dreams will become more understandable, more literal elements will enter into your dreams, and you will begin to attune to what, to what you should be doing even if you don't know the symbolism that well. But, um, again, it can help. Only the dreamer can really understand a dream. Only the dreamer knows what the dream really means to him or her, because only the dreamer really knows himself really well. Um, But quite often people are way off in in their basic assumptions about symbols. People usually take the symbols way too literally. Yeah, so it's interesting. Yeah. So would you say, though, that because that can happen, um, the most important thing would be to pay attention to the way we felt in the dream and, um, you know, things like that. Like, how did we feel? What was the pervading um, emotion we had? That Would that be the way to go? Some dream workers, not me, because my style is different. Some dream workers work almost entirely on the basis of feelings and dreams. So that's mm-hmm. a primary importance, a primary okay. importance. But what's also important is the major symbols, what was said, you know, and all, in particular things which are unusual and which stand out. Like um, um, if you see your son, right, but your son has, two, has four hands instead of two. Say he has mm. four arms instead of two arms. Yes, he does, That's by unusual. The way. That's unusual <laughs> because it's your mm-hmm. son and because he has four arms. That is a particularly important thing in the dream to pay attention to. It stands out as a symbol. And it could be meaningful in the way that something else in the dream is not. So, yeah, it's the symbols. The symbols are important, the major symbols, things that were said, background, everything in the dream. Try to write it down. If you can't, if you only have 10 minutes a day, just, just you know, bullet point a couple of major things in the dream and try to figure them out. You know, I mean, God appreciates our efforts no matter how... And he, he also appreciates how I'm here I am in my, my kind of traditional religious orientation here. God's self-truth source light does appreciate our efforts. Even if we only spend five or ten minutes a day, twice a week, doing dreams, that will be a leg up in our greater happiness and fulfillment later on. No question about it. Wow. I'm I'm like freaking out because I have like a million things I want to ask. So what I want to do is just take a minute break and talk to David for a second. And we'll be right back. You're listening to BBS Radio, Meta Mondays with Adina, David and Doug. We'll be right back. Everybody, welcome back to BBS, where if it's not mainstream, it's not on BBS radio. And you're listening to Meta Mondays with me and Dr. David Lowe. Today we're talking about dreams because that's what he is. He's Dr. McDreamy. I just had to do that. I've never even watched that show. Okay. So, David. Yo. I I would <laughs> yo. I would like to um I have a client who wrote in, and her name is Jay, and she has a, like a dream, 
would you kindly answer or try to do this for her? Sure. Um, I really can't offer anything super good be- uh, um, don't, because I don't, don't know Jane. I don't know Jane, but there but there are a lot of general things I can probably say yeah. which could be valuable. Absolutely. Okay, so she wrote, I had this strange dream today. I was on vacation and decided to explore on my own. I went down this beautiful steep hill covered in snow without without skis. And at the bottom was a very long building like a lodge with many windows. There were very few people there. I met a handsome man and we went inside and the place had many tables but empty. He sat there and talked to an insurance agent. I let the man kiss me on the neck. I decided to walk back up the snow covered hills and the man said to wait as he had a vehicle that could make it up the hill. And that's the end of it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This could be a really important dream for the person. Mm-hmm. Um, and okay. What you're talking about, you know, it's like, yeah, there's like um, the person wants in some special area of her life. Vacation is going to refer to something, not an actual vacation, but some part of her that she really wants to develop or go to. It okay. Could be a, it could be a talent. It could be an ability. It could be um, explore. Yeah, the snow. She's going downhill. Mm-hmm. That means kind of, kind of into the subconscious. There, there, there's kind of an element of subconscious depth to what she's to what she's going into in the dream. In other words, this is a really profound level she's going to for wow. understanding about herself. And snow. Okay, snow. That there you have again. Um, Things are sort of, there is a qualifying aspect. She, she might be kind of cold, frozen, stuck in her ways, and that needs to loosen up, or there is that aspect about, she needs to watch out for that tendency as she, as she goes about what she wants to do. Uh, but it, 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 so there's like a long lodge kind of house with little windows, but nobody in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's sort of, sort of a long, and so this handsome guy, mm-hmm. and it, it, of course, even if she knows who the handsome, if, if like when you see your boyfriend, or when you see your boyfriend in a dream, it's not your boyfriend, usually. It's some masculine aspect of yourself that you conceive to be your boyfriend. So this handsome guy she's seeing could be anyone. Um, she doesn't know him, so it could be any, okay. know, any um, some important aspect of her psyche. It isn't just any handsome guy. It's a handsome guy that she got to when she went down into the subconscious area. Okay. Um, and he's talking to an insurance agent. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, what I thought was goodness. funny. So, so it's like, you know, something has to be, something in her life has to be fixed or addressed got or it. taken care of. I hope and, she's listening. Um, mm-hmm. you know, if, if, we, if we had more time and more detail and if I knew her, we could figure mm-hmm. out what that thing is. We could figure out what that thing is. I know. Probably. But... I mean, again, this is a, a dream can have many possible meanings, but this mm-hmm. offhand is the most likely possible general scenario. And so the handsome guy is a really important general masculine principle is talking to this insurance guy. And then, right. of course, insurance involves, you know, involves um, there's something that needs to be, that needs fixing or take or something, maybe something in the future which could manifest if she doesn't watch out for something. So she you let know. the man kiss her on the neck, and right. then she decided to walk back up the snow-covered hill, and he said, no, I have a vehicle that can make it up the hill. So, so, so the, the, most, in, the most, in, most interesting thing about this whole dream is that he kissed her on the neck. Is that right? Yes. Well, not I don't know if cheek, it's important, not on the lips, but, but on she the says neck. that. Okay. What does that mean? That, I mean, <laughs> offhand to me, it, it means this is especially important because... Well, we associate the neck with what? The jugular vein with red, losing your life, your, your throat gets slit and so forth. What? And, I didn't even well, go there. The, 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 we associate neck, the neck. I think most people associate the neck with, well, it, it's the thing that gets cut when you lose your head. It's the thing that oh, gets torn open. In, in all kinds of books and movies, it's the, things that get, it's, it's the thing that gets slit. It's the thing that blood pours out of in classic oh violence God. and so forth. I think of it as a throat chakra, and <laughs> I don't. Well, I didn't the, even the, go the, there. The, the, you, you could be, you could be right. You could be absolutely right. 
Um, it depends. So if she's really into spirituality and so forth, then it could be. I believe in, she is, yeah. It, it could but what, be, you it, tell me your thing, because I'm asking you. You're the expert, not well, me. That, 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 so that, that, what would that if, mean? If she's into spirituality, if she's that, that could be the uh, the Vishuddha chakra, the throat chakra. Have, but however, also, though, it could be what you're saying. Yeah, sure I, could, I could, because this, this dream is about, I think that this is about if she wants to develop that area or part of herself in a way that is safe and, um, and uh, assured, she needs to do something to, it's like the kiss on the neck, that's like, okay, the neck's not being cut open, it's being blessed. But she needs to be careful about about some basic things in her life. So I, it, it's very difficult to say what that is because if she's into spirituality, it, it, it could well be that by working on that chakra, she could activate the things which she needs to do. To get I can the see it being going. both. There's a there's a part for what you felt. What I mean, what you saw in it, and there's also a part for developing. <clears throat> something that she could do. And but you know, also you... the building, the building itself, this long building, mm-hmm. there's a whole life or a whole realm of something. There's a whole phase of activity or a whole a whole um, series of things that that might result from being able to do this. I understand. I that's I've what got the it. building, I, I, sort of, I kind of get that, that that's what the building kind of indicates, I think. Does it mean anything that she was going to walk, but the man could drive her? You see, you see, yeah, okay, that's, that's, that's the last part is the agent saying, the, the guy saying, not the insurance agent, but the handsome right. guy saying, mm-hmm. okay, um, I can drive you back up. What was she going to do? Um, she was going to walk up, is that right? Yes. Okay, okay, so he just drives her back up instead. All right, so what this tells us is, is uh, my offhand guess is that if she can take care of this thing, if she can fix whatever, uh, if she can address whatever the dilemma or situation is that the dream is mm-hmm. pointing to, that she won't have to work as hard on a regular basis to do something, that, 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 that she will find herself unexpectedly assisted in some way. I got it. To, I got um, it. That's perfect. I hope... Jay, you are listening to this because I got it. And I'll explain it to you if you don't kind of put it together. So it's been a very long-term client of mine. And so, yeah, I know everything um, without that's knowing, going with, on. Without knowing her, without knowing her, I really need to know her. But that, that would be well, my without knowing end. her, you did a great job. I'll tell you that <laughs> much. Because you put something together for me and I've been reading her for God knows. You know, I okay. wouldn't have gotten that from the dream. At all. Okay. All right. So <laughs> you did a great job. Um, so let me ask you about some, you know, the big kind of symbols that we all get. Um, what happens if you are being chased? Okay. That's usually about avoiding or not paying attention to, to uh, some responsibility. Um, so, you know, the, we, we, everyone in life is subject to certain Pretty much everybody is subject to certain normal psychological tensions involving social interaction, involving loved ones, involving work, involving possessions. We all have these emotional tensions. We go through normal irritations and frustrations and so on. And we often go through stuff about things that we don't want to do, but, but which we know we have to do sooner or later. You know, being chased is usually about ignoring something that you're going to have to face sooner or later. <laughs> Right. So yeah, it, and that, I mean, it depends what's chasing you and what, what what your situation in life is. But in general terms, it's usually about not doing something that you should be doing and facing up to it and taking care of something which you haven't been taken care of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being chased by something. Sure. Okay. Sure. Well, you know what, David? We have a caller, Gene, um, waiting to speak with you. Great. Oh I'm my psyched. god, I'm excited. Um. Hi, Jean. You're on with Adina and David. Hi. I, I didn't know whether I was allowed to talk or whether I just get to listen. I wasn't sure. Uh, I had sent you about a, a dream in the snow. Did you ask him about that yet? Oh, you didn't hear his answer? No, I just got home, and I, tried to, I thought, oh, quick, I have to get him on the phone. 
Okay, he get you know what? I think that he we we just he just did it and you just missed it. Yeah, so, we spent fifteen minutes talking about your dream. Ten minutes at yeah. least. So you're gonna hear it, you know, when it this goes up, you know, when the podcast goes up. When does so, the podcast go up? When does it go I, up? I usually don't get it for two days and then it goes up. Okay, that's um, fine. In that case, in that case, if, if if you said if you said two months, I would have said we got to do it all over for Jane. But if it's only two right. days, it's more than likely that that um that um it'll be okay. Right. Yeah. So whatever Jane the situation is, is in her life that the dream is referring is addressing, it'll still be there two days from now. Yet, yeah, right. That's that's okay. I, how, how do I do a box? How do I do that? I'm not, I'm new at all. You don't have to worry, honey. I'll do it for you. I'll put it right on your page, right on an email and give it to you, okay? Thank you so much, and thank you for uh, thinking of me. Okay, Love thank you. you, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye, Jean. Okay, bye-bye. Okay, that was so cute. Okay, now, <laughs> so we did the chasing. How yeah. about the falling? The falling. You're being out of control. In some sense, you're out of control or over your head. You don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You're kind of, you kind of are at sea. You know? So if, if you're doing a project at work that you really, really feel you're totally incompetent about, you're kind, of, you're kind of shooting from the hip and kind of going, kind of going, uh, you know, going day by day but not knowing what you're doing really. And you know a month from now when you have to present it, it's going to be a disaster. You know, you, you're going to be falling in a dream. Right. Or you're going to be, you might be losing control of a car in your dream or something like that. Yes. But you're, 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 you're kind of out of control about stuff. That's basically uh, what that's yeah. about most of the time. I dream about cars all the time. I'm always in a car driving. And they're all weird, different kind of things and different feelings. But what is the symbolic thing of a car? Being in control or not being well, in control? It, it, it's, it, cars are very personal because we all like our own car and everything. It's always, it's usually always about journey, change, transition, mm-hmm. um, you know, movement. Um, so being in a car, going from one place to another, I mean, all those different dreams you're having, all these different lifetimes, all these different scenarios, you're going from one to another in all these dreams. It's like you're, 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 going, you're, going through all, you're going to all these different scenarios in your dreams. You can't put them all together, sort of. That's, that's one of the confusions that you've expressed. And that car is reassurance that there is, there is a single togetherness to it all. You're on a mm-hmm. journey. You're right. on a journey, and the journey is taking through, taking you through lots of strange places. But it is you do have a car. That car is with you, and it, 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 it your car is the that your car is the vehicle of your journey. I suppose. Got it. So, yes. So okay I mean, now. Whatever the spirituality is, which is powering all these dreams, that's your car. I suppose that that would be, um, but yeah, it's often it's often more specific than that. But usually, it usually involves change or transition or movement or journey, something hmm. like that. That's interesting. Um, also, there, are, uh, I'm of two minds of this. When you dream you're pregnant, I symbolically I always think it's that you're bringing something new into your life, and right. it's a project or a book or, you know, something like that. It does not necessarily mean you're pregnant. What What is it really? Yeah, that, that, that's, that, that's exactly right. For the most part, oh, okay. yep, mm-hmm. I mean, something is germinating inside you. Right, and, okay. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it most of the time. In one way or another, something's coming into being as a result of what you're thinking about now. Uh, Pretty much like you said, that's what it is most of the time, yeah. What does a home mean? Yeah, uh, let me go back to the pregnancy for a second. Okay. It could mean, yeah, it can mean, if, 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 like the, if a different part of your body's pregnant, say your arm's pregnant or your leg is pregnant. How could I, what? People dream their arm is pregnant? Well, there are dreams like this where that, it could indicate a developing disease. That's what I would figure, yeah. Yeah, right, right. It would be like a lump or, you know, right. something like happening. Right, um, exactly. It, so, hey, while we're there, this is interesting. What if you dream someone else is very sick? Mm. 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 Now, there's an aspect of your, very likely there's an aspect of yourself that is not doing as well as it could, and which which is, as it were, getting sick. And if you know the person, 
I would say mm-hmm. you, you, know, you, you would need to think very carefully about precisely what that person represents for you. And exactly. The, the mm-hmm. way in which that, that individual is unique. What are those exact associations? The thing that may be getting sick might not be anything in your body. It might not be anything biological. It could right. be a relationship. It could be, it could be, um, it could be a, a financial investment. It could be anything. But something is being neglected and is getting sick. It could be a subtle, it could be an issue or problem of your own, which you're starting to think wrongly about. Or it could be something in your body. It could be biological. Okay. But something that, that that individual represents, something specific, uh, you need to, I would say that you would need to ponder that. And that would be offhand what I would think it would be. Okay. What if you had a recurring dream since you're very, very young right. that your husband, whatever, however it worked, you were just given information that your future husband would die. And this dream would die, was, would die. Would die one day. Okay. But as you got older, it changed where it was. And um, you still were terrified that your husband was going to die. But the way you'd wake up in the dream would be that you would always get some amazing illumination kind of like, oh, we don't die. Or you'd fight whatever the person was or whatever the creature was trying to kill your husband and you'd win and you'd wake up. So what would you, what, what is that? Um, yeah, I'm not sure what you relate. I'm not sure what, what you, in, in your, in your I'm not doing a good thing here. No, no, not, yeah, that, I'm, not, not, I'm, I'm, I'm not, what you described, most of it, you described a dream about, um, about, about up to, about um, a future husband dying. And, and no, but then, then when you're older, you actually do have a husband, and right. and they're telling you he dies. Oh right, you know, right, okay, I'm, right, right, okay, all right, no, no problem. All right, so, well, it could be literal, which is probably not the case, but usually I would say if your husband, if a future husband dies, it would mean that something inside yourself is undergoing transformation. Okay. It could be a masculine aspect of your personality, <laughs> which, no, no, we all have, you know, I have a feminine aspect, you, you, you have a masculine aspect, some <laughs> masculine aspect of your personality. It could be, for example, say you have a, a point, say, you're, say you have a bad temper, or say, you're, say you were really good at football, you were a tomboy when you were little, Mm-hmm. And and like somehow you feel bad about your femininity because you mm-hmm. were tomboy. You were tomboy when you were little. It, somehow that bothers you. Okay, a masculine aspect of yourself dying like that would in, a, 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 a future husband dying might indicate that some part of yourself is undergoing transformation, and that part of yourself which is undergoing transformation. Is a primarily masculine character. So, for example, if, if 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 it bugs you now that you were a tomboy when you were little, in the future you will get over that, and and that issue won't bother you anymore. That might be symbolized by your future husband dying. Hmm. So okay. it it could be something like that. So something that something that an issue that will arise after you meet your husband. An issue that, that comes up, which wasn't there before. After you meet your husband, you begin experiencing a problem, a psychological issue, which wasn't there before. And it'll take you five years to get over that, right? It could be that's what that dream could refer to. Okay. 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 So your husband dying I... isn't your husband dying. It's something inside you which is being transformed. Or it could, it could also be you're losing a specific capacity. Relating to masculinity or like your husband in some sense. I I actually think it has a lot to do with a past life. I mean, I I I believe I was a a man like a like one of those yucky kind of guys. I I I think so. But Uh what, what do I know? I don't know. So okay, thank you for doing that though. Um, we have a few minutes, and I would like you, David, to tell us you know, where we can get you and, and how to contact you and what exactly what you can, 
I know we've talked about what you can do, but right. talk a little bit. Sure. So, yeah, David Lowe, the, the website is David, David Lowe, MSPhD.com. There's D-A-V-I-D-L-O-W, no E on the name, David Lowe, mm-hmm. MS, as in Masters of Science, David Lowe, MSPhD.com. I got a master's and I got a PhD, lots of credentials and so forth. Yes. Academic credentials don't mean much often, but I got them. Yes, they MSPhD, do. Sure, that, 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 they can mean something. You're right. So the other, uh, the website, uh, the, the email, even easier to remember, david at worldspirituality.com, david at worldspirituality.com. Um, dreams is my big thing. Call me. If you go to that website, go to the website about a month from now. <laughs> okay. And, and um, you'll see, well, no, go, go, go to it now, and you will see <laughs> all, all the different things I do, all the different things I do, but I do them better than that website shows you. Yes. Yes. So yeah, primarily dreams, but also spirituality, substance abuse counseling, spiritual recovery. I do that, um, and um, meditation, spirituality, dreams, and also lectures and discussions. You can go. I'll go on there and look at all that stuff, and it'd be great to hear from somebody. Oh God, it's going to be good. Can I? I just want you to tell them after they get that free reading what right. you charge because I'm dying. Okay, I, I would. I think what I say, I believe it's going to be. Um, well, I will. Anyone who hears this interview, twenty five. Okay, an good. Hour. Mm-hmm. After the free session for an hour, twenty five bucks an hour. After that, and they probably won't need anything for a couple of months. That's how dream therapy, as I understand it, works. If there's not too I much, I don't think so. Maybe I you're probably so. right. You're probably right. You're I probably don't think right. so. With a price like that and a lot of dreaming, uh, uh-uh. uh, I don't think so. Twenty five dollars. For an hour? Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I would sure. be calling every day. So that was Dr. <laughs> David Lowe. He's fantastic. Next week, I'm going to have Eve Lorgan, who wrote The Love Bite and The Dark Side of Cupid. And if you need any information about any of these guests, go to askadina.com, and I will be happy to post everything up there about them. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you, David, so much. And I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.